Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Test, test, test. Testicle. Welcome to the best life. I'm going to record up in this bad word that starts with a B. We're going to start having a clean show. No explicit rating, no bad words, no more fun. Yep. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> yep. I'm definitely going to fucking do that. <laughs> We're definitely fucking doing that. Starting now. How many of you would vote? to have a less explicit show and then that's, that's a good show of hands right there yeah and all of you who raised your hands sit the fuck down <laughs> <laughs> all right hi guys it's danny J. and it's jill coleman god sometimes we start off spicy like with an attitude um we do this episode want to talk about uh okay basically jill and i just went to tnc traffic and conversion summit it's a business digital marketing internet kind of business event that lasts three or four days and um we were having lots of fun conversations business conversations over dinner and our good friend who is in digital marketing and does ads and knows a lot of things he was just starting to come up with hey you guys should do this and you should do this and you should do this and this whole conversation kind of started about like yes we should do a lot of things and we could do a lot of things but is it really necessary to should do them all? And how can you do them all? And so I think this happens a lot. You know, Jill just got it done with the mastermind this weekend and she had a lot of experts come in to speak and there's a lot of things offered. And sometimes those kind of things can be overwhelming because you're like, oh, I don't have to do everything. I remember going to conferences when I was early on in my business and they're like, you need to be on Pinterest. You need to be doing YouTube. You need to be doing Facebook webinars. Yeah. Yeah. And like getting your funnels up. And I love th- that conversation because it was funny because by the end of the conversation, like, and it's, I, I, I get that there's like an enthusiasm, especially when you're at a conference where you feel like I could do that. And like, it sounds really great. And look, we're at a conference with a bunch of marketers. Mm-hmm. So th- if anyone can sell it to us, <laughs> right, it's these people on these talks. So we're, um, you know, talking about podcasting and Instagram and TikTok and all these things. And I remember our friend was just like, but you guys, are you doing this? Are you doing this? And I was getting to the point where and you were too, and we were kind of laughing about it, where it was just feeling like so overwhelming. I was sitting at dinner being like, I should just go home and start working right now, <laughs> yes. you know? So like, I think we all can potentially suffer from this feeling of not doing enough or not doing all the things or what we're doing, what we're currently doing isn't good enough and we need to be somewhere else. And especially if you're talking to someone, especially in business, again, marketing by nature is compelling. Mm -hmm. So if you're at these events or anywhere really, and, and you're feeling like I should go off course, whatever, I mean, we can get to like what, what we ended up doing, but even to implement some of these things, we'd have to hire a team mm-hmm. member. And then like, that's not just easy. It's like, we have to, you know, train that person up and go find the right person and whatever. So you and I are both getting like, just very, 
I don't want to say irritated, but like yeah. kind of like annoyed. And finally, we just go, look, if anyone has any ideas for us, because they're talking mainly about the podcast, if anyone has ideas for us, they can just run with it. Yeah. Anyone do it. can do anything <laughs> yes. that they want. Yeah, Jill's philosophy. Anyone can do it. You want, you think we should do something? You do it. Take the task and run with it. We're not going to stop you. You think we need to go on YouTube? We, yeah, we agree. But set that up for us. But there's <laughs> never going to be a lack of ideas. Yes. And I think that a lot of people believe that the idea is the thing. Like yeah. the idea is the, and I'm sure y'all listening to this have had great ideas. I mean, maybe you've been like, I'm going to do this or, or that would be such a great idea. There's no lack of ideas. There's lack of implementations. And the lesson for us was no, several things, but number one, you can do everything, but you can't do it all at once. Mm -hmm. And some things are just sort of like, We'll get there eventually. Now is not the time. Yep. You know, like that's, it's not the season for that quite yet. And I think it's really easy, especially as women, for us to get, because to get overwhelmed with all of the things that we could be doing. And not just in business, this could be anything, right? Yeah. Like this can be family stuff, this can be personal development stuff, right? How often have you been on Instagram or Facebook and someone's recommending a book and you're like, let me go buy that book? And or then it a, comes. Or a new morning routine. You're like, oh, I need to do all this in the morning. And totally. Like, oh. And like the book comes and you're like, ah, oh. and then it just sits on your bookshelf, never gets opened. I think it's easy to get, I, was, I started calling our friend uh, an enthusiast. I was like, he's a business enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. All of the things. And he got it by the end or whatever. But it was funny because I think it's easy to be an enthusiast. I think it's infinitely harder to be a, an implementation person. And I know you guys have experienced this if you've been at any kind of conference. It's almost like it's too much information, too many ideas. You yeah. want to just run home and start doing shit. Like, okay, just give me time because I just need to like log in and do the thing. Yeah, there's no, there's no lack of ideas. There's lack of implementation. And also, it's what is most important and what's making the money right now. I think sometimes this comes from scarcity. It's like, well, you're leaving money on the table. Right. And yes, yeah, yes. you might be leaving money on the table. For now, for sure. But sometimes it's like picking up what you can. Uh, it's, it's just grabbing the big chunks that you can instead of scraping for every single dollar, every single cent. It's, it's a lot to do. It's a know? lot, like a lot of business, especially with something like this, or even just living in general, like making life decisions. It really is about discernment. You know, it was interesting. Um, especially the beginning of the pandemic, I had a good amount of people, not like a ton, but a handful of people who were like, why, you know, aren't you talking about immune health? And why aren't you talking about this virus? Like you're in the wellness space. It directly impacts you. Like don't you're, you want people to be healthy. Like why aren't you talking about that? And I remember saying, number one, I'm not an expert, right? So like I'm not an infectious disease expert. Yeah, do I understand immune health? And kind of. But I'm also not the best at that. Yeah. And so I feel like my entire platform is about helping people be healthy. So I'm not going to go into what supplements for immune health. But I remember thinking to myself... I'm not going to talk about that because it's off topic for me. Mm -hmm. I have a plan. I have a vision for my company mm -hmm. and this isn't part of it. This would literally be a detour mm -hmm. from where I'm headed. And I think, and Mark Manson actually says this and I love it. He says the most confident people are confident in what they don't have. They're mm -hmm. secure in what they don't have. So I think there's something to actively choosing the path you want to be on mm -hmm. and then kind of putting your blinders on at least for a time. Yeah. You know, like, you know, a lot of the, the suggestions that our friend had, we probably will do at some point, yeah. but the things that we're doing right now, we're taking all of our time and mental energy and, and resources. So it wasn't a possibility. So I think you have to get really good at choosing your path 
and then actively choosing what you're not going to do. And I think a lot of people don't have the discernment. Everything looks really good. Everything looks shiny. It looks like a little, you know, like a squirrel. Oh, I'm going to go over and do that. And what happens is we never follow through on any of it. And then we wake up a year from now and we don't have anything to show for it. So it's this is kind of a conversation around productivity, confidence, owning your mm-hmm. path, mm-hmm. and then also being able to sort of honor, make a choice and stick to it. Yeah. And not getting so distracted by everything. And not also and also not feeling like you're not doing enough or you're not mm. getting ahead because you're not doing all the things. So you really can't. I mean, the things he suggested for us to do. We both looked at each other going, yeah, that'd be great. We know we've thought of this. Like, it's not like these ideas we haven't considered or talked about, but they're so low on the list of what needs to get done and what's priority for the business, our podcast, Mm -hmm. our personal lives, that it's just, it was like these suggestions were kind of like, yeah, cool. We've talked about that, but it's just like, if you want to do it, sure. It's just not top of, top of, top of line to do. And I think you have to decide, yeah, it was more like those would be nice to haves. Mm-hmm. And then you always have to understand what the hierarchy of needs is, right? Yeah. So like the things that we said. And so at dinner, we had this conversation. I said, look, the things that Danny and I are doing are the big dial movers because as the saying goes, like sales solve everything. Mm-hmm. So while yes, like there's some infrastructure things we need to put in place, like we finally got our website up and like whatever, there are some th- more things that we want to do, but it those things are not immediately bringing in income. And so we're going, let's do the things that are higher up on the to-do list and the hierarchy of like the big dial movers. Let's bring in more income. Then we can take the time and afford to take the time to take a step back in order to take two steps forward. And I think all of us are going to get to a point where we have to really figure out if you have 10 things on your list, not everything. I think it was Jim Collins who said, if you have more than three priorities, you have none. Mm. So it's like, you can't have more than like more than three things, more than three things can't be important, you know, or you get someone to help you or whatever. But I think getting super clear on what are the key pillars or the key steps or the key dial movers and just owning those and allowing yourself to mentally compartmentalize that stuff's for later and get it literally off your sort of metaphorical plate. Well, I think you've made a really good point also, and this is great for anyone who's running a business and even just home stuff. you know, I know you talk a lot about just things that don't get done, like laundry or just things that don't get done, things that just get the balls get dropped around the house, dishes and things like that. But you made a really good point of working on the big dial movers so that you could make the money to outsource those things later. And I think it's super important. Sometimes as entrepreneurs, we're trying to do all of the things ourselves at once. When if we really spent the time pushing towards the big dial movers, making that money, then you could afford to outsource later and get it caught up later. And some of those things just don't need to be done simultaneously. They can be put off a little bit later. And I think it's important to know like your resources are, you can, you use those resources to invest back into your business. And those can be done to add on those little extras that will help bring the income back. Like maybe get the rest of the money off the table that you're maybe leaving in the cracks and then it will pay for itself. But you kind of, you have got to start somewhere. You got to start with like some clients and some revenues and some things bringing in and even consistency, you know, just getting to where you're doing something consistently, adding in another, like if we're adding in YouTube and video, and if we're already struggling to meet up to record, throwing something else in is just going to put another barrier to us doing something. So you also have to think, is this going to create more barriers to me getting things done? And if it is, then that needs to be taken away for now until you know that you can create space and make something consistent and work. For me, I don't want to start something that I know it's going to, we're going to drop the ball and then feel like another failure. And you set yourself up a lot of times with 
doing too many things. Mm -hmm. Then you feel like a failure. Then you're like, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at business. You end up going down the spiral. Too many people quit, quit too early when really like they didn't need to quit. They just needed to drop a couple tasks and put those off for another time. Totally. You know, we see the same thing in the health and fitness space, right? Like someone's like just so sick of being unhealthy, so sick of their clothes fitting tight, whatever it is. And they get to this point where they're just like, I need a complete overhaul. And we all know what that feels like. We all know what it feels like to just feel so sick of your bullshit, right? Where you're just like, I need to literally be a different person. And so we try to implement all the things. And I know we're kind of preaching to the choir. If you guys have been around here for a while, you kind of get this. But I think you do have to, we did a whole separate episode on checking the box. You have to sometimes be okay with not having the perfect, like not doing it all perfectly and just going, you know what? I'm seeing that I'm making more progress by doing it at 80% or 90%, but actually following through than trying to do it at hundred percent and failing. Because I agree with you. Um, those, those little small failures, they add up to one big feeling of discouragement and eventually defeat yep. to where it's not benign. You don't yep. just like every time go, well, I'm, I'm just going to try again. I'm going to try again from a clean slate you're bringing all of that baggage and all of those things that you did not do well or that you weren't able to follow through. It's funny because I just finished, I just finished launch. And one of the things that we try to, um, you know, really get across to people who are, a lot of people are nervous to sign up. It's a a significant investment, which is understandable, but they go, I just don't trust myself to follow through. Mm -hmm. And so that's not on me. They go, I trust you. I don't trust myself. Mm -hmm. And so all of these small failures, whether it's in business or your diet and exercise, like that's not benign. And so how can we collectively, or even just individually lower the barrier to entry for ourselves and show ourselves some grace and some compassion so that we can actually, I know it sounds counterintuitive, so we can actually get ahead. It's almost like you do have to just be okay with, I'm just going to focus on these couple things. I'm going to get really good at them and now build a show of evidence that I am, I can be confident in myself. I I do have a level of self-trust, self-efficacy. If I do something, I know I'm going to do it. And I think you and I both in that instance last week were in that moment of going, that sounds great. That would be amazing. But I know myself. And if I try, I'm, I'm just, I got the plates in the air, right? Like I'm, I'm yeah. juggling the balls. And so <laughs> I'm juggling the balls. <laughs> so if I add one more to it, all of them fall. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think you need to have self-awareness around that. Yeah. And just, and really reminding yourself, there's no limit to the things you could be doing. Be like, yes, we could be doing that. Yes, we could be. Do- yes, we could be eating healthier and drinking a glass of water a day and meditating for 20 minutes and getting up a half hour earlier and, you know, saying our gratitudes every morning and then keeping a journal. And we could be going on a date night every single Friday and then having sex five days a week with our partner. And we could spend quality time with our kids every single day. I mean, sure, you could do all of that, but in your life, in your season, where you are, what can you do and what is making the greatest impact and what is just keeping everything, like what's keeping the ball rolling? Because honestly, I think you're just asking for burnout and discouragement by trying to do all the things you could be doing or, and what I think is even worse is when you think you should be doing all of them. And that's when you're going, like you're, I've heard people say like you're shooting on yourself. Like then it turns into now you're suddenly feeling bad and you're not living up to your own expectations and turns into something crappy. So there's no limit on what you could do. And we should take away all the things, all the things you could do doesn't mean you should do them. And you need to really decide which ones do you want to do, which ones make the most sense and be okay with that and go, maybe these things I could do, I could do them later. 
yep. do it another time. Yep. Um, I do think it's more of a beginner, I would say, first couple of years of business or, you know, first couple of years. Because I think once you have some success and have a couple of years in the trenches, you get really aware of what you're good at and where you're going. And I think at the beginning, you're so susceptible because you're learning everything. So at the same time, I'm learning about marketing and sales and copywriting and email newsletters and webinars and Pinterest and YouTube and TikTok. And I'm learning about all these platforms and you don't yet have the 30,000 foot view to look down and go, that's not important right now. That is important. You don't know which are nuts and bolts and which mm-hmm. and be- which are bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, not to sort of like, no offense to someone who's just started. We all started. We all got started at some point. But I do think it is a beginner issue to not have that level of discernment simply because you haven't had the reps yet. Yep. You know, but like now, we've talked about this before, like, seeing someone who's like shredded, getting ready to go up on stage, super lean, eating healthy, drinking a gallon of water, whatever. I can look at that and be like, that's amazing. And really appreciate that because I know the level of dedication and sacrifice and everything that it takes to do that while in the same breath, never wanting to do that totally. and going, cause I've done it before. And also mm-hmm. like, I know what it takes and I know the things I would not be able to do if I was focused on that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a reminder that you can do everything. You just can't do everything all at once. Yeah. And you have to get really confident in your choice about where you're going and then blinders on to get there. And that's, and I don't know, like one successful person who's not laser focused yeah. and is saying no to a lot of things. I think it's actually like a Steve Jobs quote that's like success is about saying no. So it's deciding that's not for me. At least that's not for me right now. Yep. And then really owning your path. I love that Mark Manson, the most confident people are, are, you know, happy in what they, they don't have or, mm-hmm. or like, you know, secure in what they don't have. Yep. There's a power in saying no. And there's a power in just being able to put on blinders and not, it's an interesting thing to go into these types of conferences. And I've seen this in conferences in a lot of different ways of an expert or guru, someone who's speaking and teaching saying, you must do this. Yep. Like I've seen this with TikTok a lot. You have to be on TikTok yep. or your business is going to fail. You have to be on Clubhouse or you're not going to make it. It's terrifying to the to average person. Yeah. And it, it makes you feel like, shoot, I do need a, I do need a strategy for that. It comes back to basics though. Where is your audience? Where are they hanging out? There are people that like, I've heard these people say you need to be on TikTok. Uh, who do you serve? They're like corporate executives. Well, they're not on TikTok. Go to LinkedIn, you know, and some people, they don't need to be on LinkedIn because their audience is on TikTok. Yep. There are so many places. It's really getting to like, what is your business? Who do you serve? Knowing who that is and don't get distracted by these quote experts because they're experts in a certain place and their tactics may work very well in that industry for that product, for that service, for that audience, but that doesn't mean it's right for you. Yep. We all know someone who like crushed at YouTube. Totally. And they're, and if you ask them, they'll say you have to be on YouTube, yeah. right? <laughs> so whatever it is that you've done, I actually have a client right now who um, is getting her TikTok up and she's doing it because she knows she her people are there and she wants to be on but she outsourced it. So she has someone who's like, she's, who is helping her come up with ideas. She's creating a reel that can also be on TikTok. This other person is doing all of the editing, all of the video, putting it up there. But the only reason she was able to hire out is because she got super razor focused and brought money in. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, so that's the thing is like, yeah, could you make a lot of money on TikTok at some point? Yeah. But, but right now you're, you're not there. Yep. So in order to ever be outsourced, create workarounds, hire people, you know, you need the time and the space to do that. Yeah. And you need the money to do that. 
Yeah. So doubling down on where you see your progress happening and where the money's coming in right now. And that was, I guess, our big message to our friend was, look, we're doing these things. Like we're, we're trying to do all the things we can to bring in money right now so that eventually, yeah, we can bring on someone who can do all those things for us. But like right now is not the time. Yeah. And I'm not going to use my finite amount of time and energy to transcribe this podcast. Yeah. We're like, if you want to, go ahead. If you have any ideas for us, anyone listening, feel free to do them and send us the end result. <laughs> that would be amazing. Happy. Literally. Like, great. If you want to transcribe every episode for us, we'd absolutely love that. But don't DM us saying we should. Just do it or... Yeah. Or, or don't say or, you would like it. <laughs> yeah. Because we would like it too. Yeah. It's, there's things that need to be done. It's, you know, it's kind of like, think about how you would like your husband to just, you know, clean the house sometimes. You don't, don't you just wish he would do it instead of asking or your kids instead of asking, they just do it. Think about that. Yep. <laughs> hey, I don't want to have to ask you to pick your clothes up off the floor. I just want you to do it. So that's where we're at. Yep. If y'all want to do stuff, feel free would to do stuff. Would love it. Anyone can do anything. <laughs> Anyone can do anything. <laughs> We're welcome. This is good though, because I feel like we have a lot of people who are listening in their first couple of years of business and it's probably, it can get really overwhelming and I just want you to know you're not alone and also you don't have to do all the things. And I think with time and practice and, and reps and, you know, like incremental success, you'll see where you want to go and then what you are just giving yourself permission to get off your plate. Yeah. There's a, I had one mentor who said, duplicate what works and get rid of what doesn't. So whatever is working, just do more of that for a while. Totally. Don't add new things, duplicate what works, abandon what doesn't work. And I think that can get you at least far enough to the next level where then you can hire the other stuff. Yep. So cool. We would love to hear your thoughts and want to know if you've had any of these could and overwhelming thoughts or had friends who were well-meaning, but too overwhelming for you as well. Let us know if we're not alone. Um, hit us up in our Facebook group. Go to thebestlifepodcast.com. You can see all the episodes there. Join our Facebook group. And please leave a review for us. We would love it if you could. It just helps us grow. It helps other people know what they're getting into if they press play on our episodes. And uh, it just means a lot to us. We like reading them. I know. They're the best. Actually, one more point I want to make before we sign off that I forgot is also think about what you're good at, right? So it's, you mentioned my mastermind. We just had this mm -hmm. gal in who runs a podcasting course and she is a like a uh, spokesperson. She's been on TV for years. Like she's really good at presenting, really great. Like, um, you know, teaching, talking, speaking, whatever. And I could tell some of the girls in the group were like, I need to get a podcast. And that's fine. And I actually think that a lot, that people should have podcasts. I think it's great. But like, if you're a great writer and you're not good at on video or camera or audio or whatever, like it's okay to not do that. Be like, cool, maybe I'm going to do a blog or maybe I'm going to do my newsletter, double down on video, like get better. Like, so also run it through your skill set. Mm -hmm. I had a client a while back who um, English wasn't her first language, but she was great on video. She had the look, she was a personal trainer. She was used to telling people how to move and stuff like that. So I was like, we just need you on video. No long blog posts, no long captions for you. Yep. Video all day, every day. So also play to your strengths, like decide what those are. And eventually, yes, if you're going to be successful, you need to be able to be good at, decent at all the things, but also run it through like, is this even my skill set? Like, could I even be good? Like I know for me on TikTok and Reels, I see a lot of their, just like they're funny, but that's not my personality, mm -hmm. right? Like to do like the dancing and whatever. If I was going to do more Reels and TikToks, I would have to do it in a way that was authentic to me yeah. and figuring out that too. So also just like run these options and ideas through like, could I actually see myself doing that? Am I even good at that? 
And then if not, there's, there's a million ways to arrive at success. You know, so it doesn't need to be a podcast, doesn't need to be YouTube, doesn't need to be, you know, written content. Figure out what you're the best at and double down on that. Yep. There's a million ways to make a million dollars. Yep. Doesn't have to be all one way. That's right. All right, y'all. That is it. Thank you for being here as usual. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.